right. They've been messing around the last 15 minutes. We'll see if they came up with anything good. I was eating oranges. Back to Gatos and Chad. I had a cookie. I had an orange. <laughs> Where's uh, mine? Did you bring anything back? No, we got want, nothing I got for another you. orange. You all in there? Delicious. Absolutely. Mrs. Gatos got them for us. Yeah. Oh. Came from the orange tree that we have. Oh. That they didn't know they had. We didn't know we had. All right. Um... So, a couple questions about the Scottsdale mayor. Uh, is this guy the Grinch? Because a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, he turned the water off in an entire community. He's the water Grinch. Right, he's the water Grinch. So, we've been talking over the last few days about Rio Verde foothills, and we talked to residents out there. They don't have any water. The, the Some do. Uh, they're running out. It's going to be out, man. Well, no, but some do because there are what eight, seven, eight hundred that will eventually run out of water. But there's also about twelve to fourteen hundred that have wells, well, so they're not worried right, about right, that. You're right, but the people there are some people there that actually will run out of water. Yeah, they will turn their faucet on and nothing is coming out. Okay, so we go back to is the Scottsdale mayor David Ortega the Grinch? Because he has made that decision to turn the water off. Uh, in this part of town, Rio Verde Foothills. So what exactly did he say right before he shut the water off? Earlier this month, Scottsdale Mayor David Ortega strongly declaring that his city comes before Rio Verde Foothills, saying, quote, there's no Santa Claus. The mega drought tells us all water is not a compassion game. I have no problem with that. Okay, here's a resident that has a problem with that. I can't believe a mayor would be so cruel to say that to so many people who right now have been working really hard to try and find a solution and feel helpless. Okay, why don't you have a problem hey, with Here's that? the thing. You knew for 10 years. Now, not everybody. We talked to a guy earlier who said, eh, you know, we only moved here a year ago. We didn't really maybe understand this. But as far as my city comes first, the only problem I would have with this is why do they have to vote then to in your election as far as who gets to be mayor because in some ways he is governing over you there's the issue i have in that but outside of of course you're going to take care of your own first i get that but i still you, think there's a lot more to it there's than a this. better way to say it there is a better there's a way. much better way to say it but the other thing is are you not part of the solution if you've been providing water to this part of of town and all of a sudden you just cut it off are you not are you? Shouldn't you be part of the solution? Like, if it doesn't come from you, where does it come from? If the water doesn't come from you, where does it come from? So we talked to um, a a resident of Rio Vista, uh, Rio Verde, excuse me, Foothills. His name's Joe uh, McHugh, and he's building stuff to collect rainwater. Yeah, a few weeks ago, we were putting up a gutter system to, uh, you know, really capture some rainwater, which worked out, you know, the past few days here in the valley, but... Uh, we have a 2,500-gallon tank above ground that's feeding our ground tank currently with a filtration system. So when all of this started to happen, because, you know, I mean, we've heard, what, it's been eight, nine, maybe ten years that people warned that this may happen. When did you get a sense that, wow, this is really good to happen? Because I, talking to some people, I think they felt like, oh, they're just bluffing. We actually just moved to Rio Verde last January. So we've only been here about a year. Our builder, you know, built some homes in the community. They they advised, you know, we would be off hauled water, which I'm used to. I'm from Massachusetts, so originally, you know, I've, I've had well water my entire life. 
and never really, you know, heard of hauled water, looked it up. Okay, they just deliver our water, you know, they put it in a tank in the ground and we're all set. Mm. So we really didn't get any notice stating, hey, you know, you're, you're, you will be running out of water, or rather the city of Scottsdale shutting off your water come 1-1 of 2023. You know, once we're getting those letters, okay, you know, things are getting more and more. You know, there was a DWID that was trying to be formed, you know, having our own standpipe. That was denied. Uh, EPCOR, I know there's, there's still talks of EPCOR coming in and putting in a standpipe that may, may take up to two years in order for us to start utilizing that service. So they really don't have a confirmed solution at, at this point. All right, Joe McHugh is joining us. He's a Rio Verde Foothills a resident. Scottsdale has cut the water off to this neighboring town. All right, what is life like right now? How much water do you have left? How are you cutting down in the amount of water you and your family use? Specifically, uh, water. I mean, we just got to fill up. You know, December thirtieth. Knowing the, you know, as of one one, City of Scottsdale wouldn't allow our water hall service uh, to you know provide providing the water for us. So we've really been, uh, you know, taking showers. You know, every, you know, not every day. Uh, doing laundry sparingly. You know, I could be wearing a, a turtleneck with with. Uh, you know, swim trunks pretty soon. Uh, so depending on, you know, what our clothes situation is like, I've only done about a load of laundry in, you know, a few weeks here. Um, but really, you know, the paper plates comment, I mean, we went to Costco, loaded up on paper plates, paper cups, uh, you know, silverware and things of that nature. So we're not running the dishwasher. Uh, you know, brutally honest, but it's a number one, you, you let it mellow. And number two, you flush it. So that's oh, what we've been doing. I knew it. That's what he's been saying. He oh, said that earlier no. too. He's very excited about oh. it. Hey, uh, oh. uh, you could still have stuff trucked in, right? It's just far more expensive uh, because, the you know, people are taking advantage of this. Exactly. So what our water hall service said was, you know, really the price went up from, let's say, around $120 a month if you're doing like a monthly fill-up to around 660 per month with the same water usage because now they're, they're going to other areas to get the water but before it was you know 15 minute drive right down dynamite uh, to get the water for most of these residents out here now they're driving you know past chandler or there was another area they our company secured water at the apache reservation which is you know southeast of globe so that trek you know certainly they can only make a few they only have a few trucks so they can only make that truck you know maybe a few times uh, per day but also with that City of Scottsdale shut down the water company to process the water at a Scottsdale facility. So they don't even have that as an option. Um, there is, like you said, there is um, other alternatives, which is just, you know, again, quadrupling the amount of cost at this at this point. Joe McHugh is a resident of Rio Verde Foothills, running out of water. Scottsdale's cut off the water. Have you thought about going to Scottsdale uh, neighborhood and just start knocking on doors and saying, hey, the mayor said it was cool if I come over and take a shower at your house? Jeez, right? <laughs> you think about that. You know, yeah, I have some friends in Phoenix, and, you know, I said, hey, I have a truck. I'll, if you see me, you know, taking some water from you, I'm going to be the Robin Hood out here. Take from the, the rich in Phoenix and give it to the poor out here. We can't get water, and they were cool with it. So, so it's going to do what you got to do. It's going to get out here. It's going to get worse, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I really just don't don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, like I said, luckily, you know, my fiance and are working where you know we we have the money to to pay the quadruple cost. But again, it's not the most ideal situation. You know, for people out here that are retired or on fixed income, just not a solution for them. Porta potties, man. Oh gosh. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, it's are you something even, to think about. Though. Are you really thinking about that? If it came to it, I mean that that might be a solution for a little while, you know. Oh gosh, 
It's right, a so solution. It's a portion if of If you have you? a problem, you find a solution. It's not permanent. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, I have no problem if there's a real issue with, if I have to choose my city over your city, that I'm going to choose my city. That's what you do. I'd like to find a solution to this. I keep saying that there's a lot more to this story that has to do with, I think, personal issues yeah. that we're going to find out down the line. And we'd love to have him on. But, what, you know, he's totally talking about the Scottsdale man. Terrified of us. Oh, gosh. Get so over awesome. it. Get over it. You're running a big city. Come on. I want to give you. I just stood up for you. The least you could do is come on and show your side of the story. So you just heard. Uh, Poor Kato, she also you. <laughs> portion of our interview. You're making people just crap outside. <laughs> it's a portion of our interview with uh, Joe McHugh. He is a resident of Rio Verde Foothills. So everybody out there is capturing rainwater. Like that's what they're washing themselves in. And I just got to tell you, if you're going to cut off the water, yeah, I guess you got every right to do it, Mayor. But you're not part of the solution. That's where I think it's garbage. Thank uh, God they're not in California because parts of California, there's a big fight over rainwater where you can't capture it. Or oh, they'll real, charge no, you. They won't let you do anything out no, there. No, they're, they're, well, they're, okay. they will allow you oh. to have reparations. <laughs> you know what? Why don't we talk about that? You want to do that? Let's talk right, a little bit Because that. that's a crazy story. Let's call an audible. Let's go and talk about this. What, reparations in uh, San Francisco? And by the way, could that be coming here to Arizona? What, the mayor's on the line? Oh, he's not? All right. I'm sorry. That's... Oh, that's not that's my, nice. that's my bad. No, he's not coming on. He's coming on. I don't think so. He's but, coming on. Becky Lynn, don't you think the mayor of Scottsdale is going to come on? Listen, he has to well, come I on and tell us you know, the story. Lawsuit. I don't know that he can say anything. Well, he says it to everybody else but us. Yeah, he went on TV the other day. Oh, well, then maybe there's... Although there's oh, was the lawsuit lawsuits, filed right? at that point? Well, I think there's been a couple, and probably the attorneys uh, yeah, have said, dude, I, you need probably, to shut up. You're not getting yourself. You're not helping out here. Wise man. You don't think he's coming on? Uh... Go get him, wise man. I sent him a very uh, politely very nice. worded email. It was yeah. very nice. You put like you even put it like sound bites and stuff. It was very nice. It was. It was hey, everybody thinks like, you hey, suck. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. that was what we would have done. Hey, dude, everybody thinks you suck. We're That's not quite That's not sure. helping. I'm I didn't do that. Oh, okay, no. Chad would have. I would. Yes, he would. Would have been like misspelled. Gatos you know, like certainly stuff. would have. Oh, be a man. Come on the show and tell us what's going on. It's the Gatos and Chad show. All right, uh, coming up tomorrow on the show, uh, we are going to continue to just uh, dive into this Rio Verde foothill situation. We've had a couple residents on. The water's been cut off to them by Scottsdale. And uh, tomorrow we're going to talk to a guy who says uh, it's Scottsdale's fault. And this is a leader in the community. Says this is, this is solely and entirely one man. And it's the mayor of Scottsdale. So make sure you're here for that. We'll be here tomorrow, four hours. Mayor, we've given you every opportunity to come on. You can spend the day hanging out with us if you want. We'll show you what goes on here. We'll get you some water when you come in. Yeah, have all the water you want. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, San Francisco, as we know, is insane. Becky Lynn hates San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I want to love San Francisco. My last visit there. Mm. Well, you got your shoes dirty. Uh, very much so, and they uh, were nice shoes. They, they were nice, and yeah. uh, they were full of uh, I, people's poop. I, okay. I, I got my eyes dirty, let's just say. Okay. Yeah, it's about to get a little bit uh, more expensive, thanks to the, uh, well, they voted, the city did, uh, with recommending uh, reparations for African Americans in the San Francisco African American Reparations Advisory Committee. Uh, so that kind of shows you where they're going with this. How about this? Minimum 
$5 million to each qualifying black resident of the city over the age of 18. And here's something else. This is great. Wait, what? Yeah, over the age of 18. $5 million. Also, forgiveness of all of your debt. This is better than what the guys in the movie Armageddon got to go blow the rock up. <laughs> Five million each? Yes. Now, and commitment to a 250-year program of guaranteeing at least $97,000 in income to low-income black residents who are still low-income even after they've got their $5 million in public money. Yeah, $5 million is not that much in San Francisco. I'll buy you like a piece of pizza or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you could stay one night in a hotel. Hey, because, you know, remember California, if you, guys, you guys probably don't know this, they were the worst state for slavery. Oh, wait, they didn't have slavery in California. So... So why are we paying reparations? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, so I, but you say that nobody's getting five million dollars. Oh God, I, no, no, nobody's no. getting a five but million dollars. There's a huge check. push for this. Yeah, a huge push for this. The Human Rights Commission, which they have in San Francisco, is also pushing for this. You know who's not pushing for this? Any sane human being, <laughs> regardless of the color of your skin, mm. going. So what's this going to cost us? Oh no, here's the other side of it. Just throwing this out there. Who gets to decide who gets what? Like if Barack Obama lived there. Well, in theory, you were both a slaveholder and you came from a family that was held as slaves. He would get money. Yep. But then would he have to get 200? You got <laughs> 2.5 million, but then he have to give 2.5 million away. Oh, gosh. Who gets to decide this? Uh, there's a lot better ways to use this money. From what I hear, they've got a massive problem with homeless people. And poop on the streets. Yep. And it's and you rise in crime. There's there's a map, right? They have maps out. It's a poop map. Right. And what does it tell you? It tells you where the human fecal matter is currently. And they have a poop czar who goes around and makes sure that they know where the poop is located. If you've, It's hilarious. I have a feeling it's like, gas buddy, if you see poop, you're supposed to upload it to like the right? Like I was walking, people taking pictures. Yes. Somebody took a big gnarly one right here. <laughs> Let's make sure everybody knows where it is. We're not going to clean it up. Oh, We're yeah. going to tell you to step over it. Yeah. Oh, here's some needles. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, Some needles all over the place, too. So. It, and obviously, the $5 million each uh, would go a lot ways to, to maybe clean up the streets, get people some help, um, you know, get them, get them a bed for the night. I mean, it's, it's, it's so bad now in San Francisco. The tourism is terrible. Yeah. People was- stay away from there. I haven't been there in years, and I love San Francisco. Nobody it's wants to go place. to a place where I you got to step over crap. No, nobody wants to go to a place like that. I mean, you know, uh, we have people, we have companies and people out there who are like poop cleaner uppers for dogs. You know, like, welcome to your house to pick up your poop. This is human fecal matter it's everywhere. Terrible. It is. And it's funny because if I'm walking a dog in San Francisco and it poops on the street and I don't pick it up, people will yell at me. Right. But if another person poops next to it, they'll just go, well, that's okay. That's what happens in San Francisco. <laughs> it's true. Oh, my gosh. It's true. <laughs> we have lost our minds. We live in, we're living in the upside. I saw a meme today that was perfect hmm. about the, this. Guys, <laughs> this may be the best. Think about this for a second. My buddy sent me this. 1987. Remember that commercial? This is your brain on drugs. 
with Frozen the egg. Fried with the eggs. Egg. Yep. 2023. You can't afford the egg. Gas stoves <laughs> is being outlawed. And the only thing you can get is drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, we'll see how the $5 million to each eligible individual goes out in San Francisco. Over the age of 18. If you're over the age of 18, yeah. And if you're still struggling with money... <laughs> Gosh. We're going to give you $97,000 a year. Oh, my gosh. As guaranteed income. Boy. Boy. California is so screwed up, and San Francisco is by far yeah. the most screwed up. Yeah. And I'm rooting. I got to root for the 49ers, though. That's the that's the worst part of this whole thing. I can't root for Dallas. I hate the Cowboys. Yeah. I've actually got to root for San Francisco. Oh. I feel dirty. I feel filthy. I feel yeah, like filthy. I just stepped on crap. Well, that's you, and you've been to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Gatos and Chad Show. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. You down with OPP? Uh, 12-year-old boy, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out there fishing. Uh, his name's Campbell Keenan. 45 minutes. He was fishing. He's out there in the boat. Him and his buddies and his mom and his dad, he's fighting, he's fighting, he's fighting. He finally gets to the point where they could see the fish. What kind of fish do you think it was? Uh, I'm going with salmon. Pablo? <laughs> I don't know. It was a lake, right? Trout? No. No. Uh, ocean. No? Ocean? Okay. Uh, tuna. Sea bass. Uh, young Steve? Swordfish. All I'm right. going and, swordfish. And That's Ms. mine. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Becky Lynn? Hmm. I don't think it was a fish at all. Okay. Okay. It was an 11-foot great white shark. He caught it on a rod and reel <laughs> with a 50-pound test Holy line. moly. Yeah. He pulled it in? Yeah, he pulled it in. And then Get they, out of they, here. Yeah, they released it. You can't kill them. It's illegal. They're protected. That's good. Look great on my uh, wall. Uh, but, yeah, he pulled it up, and he, they said they started to get excited. They saw it was a shark, <laughs> and then they realized that when it kind of spun around, this just isn't a shark. It was 11 feet <laughs> long. <laughs> Woo-wee. Jaws. Yeah. Man. Did he hold on to the rod and reel? Yeah, the whole time. I'd have thrown that away as fast as I could. I would have let go of that thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wonder how many barrels they had to get into it. I saw that movie. <laughs> Did you see that guy this week that 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 he disappeared? He disappeared. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. in that instance, it, like, it pulled yeah. it over, yeah. right? Jim, let it go. <laughs> so there was a guy that was fishing, and the, the, whatever he whatever he was catching pulled him in, yeah. and he yeah. d- totally disappeared. Said yeah. the people on the boat who wanted to kill him. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> that could be it too. Yeah, that could be it too. Because if you're out there fishing, right? Uh, who's going to dispute it? Nobody. Right. Hey, the fish was too big. Pulled him in. Pulled him in. And yeah. he wouldn't let go, man. He loved that fish. He <laughs> wanted it bad. And that fish, fish wanted him. I guess. He's uh, swimming with it. Oh, goodness, man. Um, the Arizona Cardinals. You know they have a new GM. They do. He's white. He's a cracker. And we he's, all know it. There's no, uh, uh, you know, he's just, he's, you know, from what I understand, just the whole thing's horrible. Yeah. Well, Martin Luther King Day. Well, we talked stuff. about that the other day. Somebody uh, from the Republic said, uh, well, you can't announce a white guy getting a job. How on Martin you? Luther King Jr. Day, um, the Cardinals and fans who curse. Uh, here's the deal: our fans curse the least you mean in the swear. NFL. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking maybe they're putting a curse on them. I think there's been a curse on that team forever. Yeah. So he needs to fix that. So when you go to the Cardinals game. Nobody's a foul mouth. Oh, shucks. That's Nobody great. does it, right? Oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> so we have... See, Willikers. We, have, we are 29th out of 29. 
So guess which uh, football team's fans have the biggest potty mouth? Oh, it's got to be a giant or jet. Philadelphia, Detroit's horrible. I'll tell you, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is number six. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, five. Well, it's kind of Philly. Jets are four. Raiders fans only know curse words. They're three. I don't know why Lions fans are number two. Well, I got to figure. First of all, you, at the end of the day, you're you still you're live in Detroit. Still live in Detroit. You, you, you still live in Michigan. Uh, Giant Mile. That's right. You still live in Michigan. Giants fans number one. The best thing that's ever happened is you, <laughs> one time you saw Eminem walk down the street when you were a kid. The Giants fans in New York are number one. Uh, I would say that's true. I've been to many Giants uh, games as a kid. My dad always used to tell people around us, hey, would you quit using that word? My kid's sitting right here. Blank off, old man! And that's basically what they said. There you go. And why like, that is the worst nun I have ever <laughs> seen. Why do, why do Cardinals fans not curse? Because everything goes wrong in those games. And when everything goes wrong, what do you do? Because you, you don't curse. have a passion for when you already know it's all going to go no wrong. We have no passion here. Yeah, you get, when you know it's going to go. California gets the same stuff. Like when I was growing up, like nobody cares because you guys have sunshine. You can go do stuff. We hate our life in Philadelphia. Well, Rams, Rams fans curse the seven most. most. Yeah, but that's, yeah, they taking some of that St. Louis cursing. <laughs> Maybe you're right. <laughs> uh, but when, your team, when you don't expect a lot from your team, you don't go there and. And throw a fit when you expect a lot from your team, even if it's unrealistic. Jet fan, this is what happens. Gosh darn, I can't believe they turned the oh, ball over. Gee, Willikers, I thought we were going to be God, Jiminy Christmas. Hey, let's do this again tomorrow on the radio. <laughs> Blankety blanks.